Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint XP Podcast. Check out our international radio show and daily podcast at CheckpointXP.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome to the Checkpoint XP Podcast on B-Pod Studios, the place to be for podcast discovery. Exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint XP radio show. My name's Nate Bender. I'm joined by a truncated Checkpoint XP crew, Robbie Landis, and, up, and Norris Howard. You already know, man. Let's boss up and get this money. So, uh, you know, usually... We like to start this show off with uh, some iTunes reviews. Let me guess. There are none. Asshole. Yeah. It's Fail. disappointing. You it's know disappointing. you know you know what it is is because we've taken so long you know to really kind of get back, you know, to doing the show. To doing the show. Yeah. I think people have fallen out of Well, you know what? If they like the show so much, they should have been bombarding us with reviews about bring it back, come back, where'd the show go? Yeah, that's you know what, that's a really good point. That is a very good point. That's a really good that point. I think I point. think we may have we may have conceded to the demands of a very vocal few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that damn vocal few needs to get back into reviews that's and right. tell us how happy they are for it to be back. That's right. Go prove us wrong by leaving us uh, some reviews on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever you want to call it. And uh yeah, let let us let us open up the show properly because this is supposed to be like the first third of the show is you know reading your iTunes reviews and stuff like that but we're not able to do that nope so nope. Uh, Joe's not uh, joining us this week yeah because uh, he decided to take uh, vacation time what's that I don't know I, I legitimately I don't know <laughs> I've, I've of no all idea of us of, of all of us who does not know the meaning of vacation it is Nate. Oh, and, and, and remember, when Joe left, the thing he was most excited about was the place that he's going has plumbing. Yes, that was his. Mo- that was the most exciting thing he had to say about spiritually. It. He is so old. So, so old. well, but I, I, in the you know what, in the spirit of Joe, uh, you know, taking taking uh, vacation and uh, going all the way out to Wisconsin. Should we just for take something, the rest of the podcast? For, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I see okay. where you're going with that, but no, <laughs> I like it. No, 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 no. no. Uh, but uh, since he's gone to Wisconsin to go to something as silly as a renaissance festival i don't know why you have to we drive. already have one here. i don't know why you have to drive three states away to go to something that already exists here i've got a question for you guys okay. what is the farthest you've ever traveled to go to something as trivial as oh to as, go to somewhere trivial yeah as trivial as where joe is going Ooh, this weekend that's a tough question uh, man. for me because uh, i don't do trivial travel i i don't know like like how far the low you know the the distance would have been nothing out of state but for for a movie, like like there's not really that big of a difference. Really, like the, an the, IMAX and a normal the, movie. The but the, I've the dr- Chicago Anime Con that you went to. Um, what uh, C two or what? No, not C two E two. Asen. 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 Yeah, I think that that was more for the people that I met than the the the, the convention itself. Well, sure, but go he's back. going. I'm sure for the people he's going to meet. No, he's it's not. He's not, he's not you went to an anyone. anime. You're you're really you're going to defend going to an anime convention. We I have mean, one here. Listen, we have one here. The one there was bigger. Doesn't matter. What well, was it more hyper? What is that? Was it more hyper? No, was it more hyper? And were the cosplayers of a higher echelon 
and was the drinking was better. it was it worth going for the convention itself it was not yeah see it there we not. go bingo okay i, there, I got one. you tra- you traveled to chicago to go to something that as dumb as joe is going to that you could have gone to okay here. i'll say this I wasn't going for the event though i get it but if well, you were okay. going to meet people, you would have met more permanent people. No, 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 no. Not Did you going go? to meet like people in general, right? Person. We had a group of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't get to see them any other way because they weren't going to Yomacon that year. Then you don't see those friends. Yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't say. <laughs> the moral of this story is that Nate thinks friends are trivial. Well, yes, that's true. Okay. But we've already we've are always out of known state that. friends. Out of state friends. Those are not friends. We've those always are acquaintances. Known I just I just realized. I someone will love you someday. Myself and my best friend, <laughs> we drove to DC to go to a soccer match. Uh and it was Barcelona against uh Manchester United. And it was the first time I seen Lionel Messi in person in real life. It was great and it was an emotional moment, but it was a match that ultimately didn't matter cuz it was just a friendly and it, I only saw him play the first half. So, yeah. 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 Pretty I dro- trivial. I drove. Uh, I drove to Chicago for Riot Fest uh, to see a you, bunch of bands. To see a bunch of bands that no, I objectively no, 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 really no. didn't want to go see. You went I only to wanted Seattle. to see one band. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm getting to that. All right, I'm getting to that. I only wanted to see one band. And I, yeah, that's I st- pretty stupid. Yeah, I spent all the pretty, money. Pretty stupid. All the gas. Yeah, but it was awesome. I pretty enjoyed stupid. it. Uh, and then yeah, the other one going all the way out to uh, Washington for Twin Peaks Fest. However, I can't. I think I can defend this. Why? Because they had a table full of donuts? No, because this was a meet and greet opportunity with two thirds of the entire cast, like the reoccurring cast, not just like random people. Did two you meet thirds, Lynch himself? No, Lynch was not there. I, then it, then it. Can I? Can I? Oh, I, I, I will tell you a moment that had me freak out, though. Um, but uh, so I, I did meet a lot of the cast members of the show. Uh, also got to go to a lot of the filming locations. That's not something objectively that you could do here. Yeah, so I wouldn't call that trivial because you can't do it here. Right. Right? It's not, it's not, there's only one place in the world that I could have gone. I could have waited two years because Barcelona is playing this month in Ann Arbor and I could (laughs) have saw Lionel Messi and it says that he's going to play at least 60 minutes. And I wouldn't have had to drive all the way to fucking Washington D.C. That's so, fair. So, see so now, are you now there's, going to see it? there's there's no, I'm broke. <laughs> there's there's no Michigan convention that's going to bring 17 different actors and actresses from Twin Peaks. Maybe there's one or two. I know because San Diego Comic Con had one or two a few weeks before Twin Peaks Fest, and it was kind of cool to be like, "Hey, I'll see you in a couple weeks at Twin Peaks Fest." And then I did. You know what I mean? Like, hey, hey, we had a moment where I was like, uh-huh. oh, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. This is the same guy that when other people meet celebrities, he's like, that's not a big deal. They're just people. Who cares about meeting celebrities? Or just I mean, people. I don't get starstruck either. That's yeah. yeah that's not. That's a not. Thing yeah. I, I wasn't starstruck. We we like we legitimately had a connection. So, so yeah. was it special or was it trivial? It was special. Like no, Twin, Peaks, that's what Twin, Peaks, Twin Peaks Fest is not trivial because he, you can only do that in those places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An anime convention happens a dime a dozen. Okay, yeah, you can go anywhere special. for that. I'm not that's driving not for an anime. I'm not. No, that's not special. Fair. Especially, I have, I I have, I have one. I have one that takes place within a six dollar Uber ride of my place it, that I won't go to. Six. Yeah, it's about a six dollar Uber ride down yeah, there. In clear traffic. Yeah. 
Yeah, and clear traffic. Yeah, like off peak hours. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say low peak might, hours. That triples. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. If you get lucky. surged, that's like Ooh. a that's on the low side. Sorry, if um, if you don't understand how surge pricing works, I have no sympathy for you. Yeah. No, no I mean I wouldn't pay none more whatsoever. Dollars whatsoever. But I, I, listen, I've spent. The point is, is I have spent lots of money on trivial things. Everyone does this. Yes. But Joe is especially stupid because Renaissance Festival, really? Plumbing though. But plumbing, yeah. That's stupid. You know what? You know what? Hold it. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody like, else. Like Phoenix Wright. Hold. Hold it. <laughs> no, hold it like everyone else does at the Michigan Renaissance Festival until you drive home. No, just just hold it until you get home. It's a Ren Fest. It's in the woods. What People don't just go Fox pee in the woods. It. Yeah, but like the shit would be gross. Yeah, and it's not in the woods the way that you're thinking. Like you can just take a step to the left and not yeah, at least go to the Holly Red Fest once before you. No, I don't know how it, it. works. It, does it, I know thinking, you don't know how it works. I'm thinking, is it like a a a a meadow that is no, no, surrounded no, the, by a wooded it, area, it is, or it is, is it a, a fairground? It is a permanent location. It they, is a fairground. Yes. Oh well. I mean, I guess well. That, because they don't build it every year. That stuff is permanently there. It is a oh, like, si- it's like a small medieval city, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you that's kind of cool. Actually. It is. Did you know that people squat it when it's off season? That does not surprise me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, we are not here to talk that's about that. Th- correct. Good candy. <laughs> Good, candy. Good <laughs> way to eat up ten minutes, Nate. I appreciate that. No, we'll be perfectly honest. T- tell everyone here what we are going to talk about, and then we're going to take a break. Yeah. So uh, what we are here to talk about is. Uh, over at ESPN Sports, there's a, a really neat article that I came across. Stop. It is not ESPN Sports because there's... Sorry, eSports. You're right. Sorry. ESPN, <laughs> ESPN Sports. Uh, 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 ESPN Weather. by uh, Tyler Erzberger <laughs> uh, called The Crossover, NBA Stars Dish on Their Love of Video Games. We're going to talk about uh, NBA stars and what games they love. That's All cool. right. Tyler's good people. Cool. Well, that's going to be coming up next here on the Checkpoint XP Podcast. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and gaming radio. CheckpointXP.com. All right, we're back here on the Checkpoint XP podcast from B Pod Studios. Uh, we appreciate you uh, hanging out. By the way, uh, this show may go through a uh, name change mm-hmm. here in a little bit, but this show is dedicated to talking about all things esports and gaming lifestyle. Yeah. You know, the things that are kind of adjacent to esports and video games that you know people who play video games would be would care about. Not you know? a lot of X's and O's. If that's you right. Want. Some of the more sort of in-depth meta-type discussions. We have stuff like low team damage, which is the meta discussion uh, and deep dive into Overwatch and the Overwatch League. We have our daily podcast, uh, uh, Checkpoint XP Daily, which also is more about the industry and the news of gaming and esports, as well as a litany of other offerings. And uh, if you Uh, think there are too many male opinions in the industry, then Not Your Player 2 with Christine and Sarah is the one you're going to want to check out. That's right. That's right. So uh, we've got a full offering of podcasts to check out, bpodstudios.com or at checkpointxp.com. But on this show, we're all about living that XP life. So XP! 
life. That's baby. right. Uh, so uh, let's talk about these NBA players and uh, yeah. their love of video games, because I think that this is something that we're starting to see a whole lot more, you know, professional athletes that, you know, have an interest in as game. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've talked about this before when it comes to, you know, different, uh, you know, baseball clubhouses banning for exactly yeah. stuff like that. And, and, and you I know, think- the Vancouver Canucks, I think, had a big problem Talking with about, this. Yeah, you that's, can't play games in your hotel room. And that's room. one of the reasons that this particular story kind of caught my interest was sure. the NBA. It seems to be a completely different ball game. <laughs> that was an un- on purpose. I'm going to take it. Uh, and and, and, and now that the more that I'm thinking of it, it kind of makes sense because NBA and like NBA 2K, they're obviously... <laughs> Don't I can things. I can see why you in the radio and not sports. <laughs> uh, it was my left hand. But I can understand why. I mean, when you look at NBA uh, NBA and NBA 2K, they seem to be the sport in the league that has really gone like, you know, sort of whole hog into gaming and whatnot, right? Isn't, sure. isn't every single almost every single team in the NBA represented in NBA. Just say, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Just pr- about. It, it's pretty close. It's nowhere near, you know, I think it's like 17 to something mm-hmm. teams there's, in the in Madden, you know, yes. like there's, it, it's not even 20 yet. I yeah. believe there's 32 teams in the NBA and I believe right now they have 24. Oh, it I did cross say. the 20. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it's 20. Uh, th- th- there, 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 there's 21 currently in NBA 2K, if that's more what I'm thinking of. But, yes, um, NBA I mean, 2K League 21, yes. Fortnite Pro-Am featured both uh, Josh Hart and Reggie Jackson. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, kind of going through this, it, it, it's talking about specifically so what some of the favorite games are of these players. Because I would, I would assume that they probably all like to play, you know, your Maddens or your NBA 2Ks yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. But uh, Andre uh, Drummond of uh, the Pistons, uh, his favorite video game, he's actually into like story-based open-world games. Oh, that's And cool. uh, his favorite is actually Grand Theft Auto Five. I believe it. And he's believe currently it. apparently uh, uh, really into the God of War game. Okay. Oh, that's what's up See, now. listen, now, I can totally see, especially for anybody who has a kid, any, yeah. any dad, if you will, uh, getting into God of War, because, I mean, if... I showed my dad that game, and he's just like, he's all in. So I, I get it. I yeah, get that. That's yeah, a yeah, logical yeah. thing to me. And, and I mean, you know, this is not this is not the first time that, you know, this kind of stuff uh, has has kind of crossed over either. Of course, you had Juju Smith-Schuster streaming mm-hmm. with Ninja about a year ago. You know, and all, Drake. And Drake, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you know, video gaming is mainstream i think if there was any question about that you know just look at how how uh, how, how many people came out to the uh arthur ash stadium uh you know for the Fortnite world that's Cup. right you know how many people are coming out for uh you know things like the owl finals and stuff like that there is real mainstream interest in this world and you know people are still trying to kind of wrap their heads around you know this new well, paradigm but the, of like and, and look, people getting paid professionally for video games well i think I think what, what I find most fascinating about this is this is this is normal now, right? Celebrities and, and athletes coming out and, and saying that they play and enjoy video games. We go back, what, 13, 14 years when, when World if of Warcraft that. was big, and the idea of a celebrity playing something was a novelty. It was a chance to market something. Yeah. That was it. Oh, yeah, Mr. T plays video games. Cool. Right. No one really cared or probably even actually believed it yeah, but no, it was also but, and and also mr t definitely was not playing but it was World also Warcraft. a way for a lot of people and, and there were a lot of celebrities who began to sort of create you know cult followings around themselves because they just so happened to play video games on the on the total 
100% opposite side of that coin, you had someone like Mia Kunis, who would, in interviews, talk about how much she was into playing WoW. She, as I say, she did play World of Warcraft. She actually yeah. did play World of Warcraft, yeah. but she never did a friggin' advertisement for him. You know well, what and, I mean? And that's I think what she I'm, might have. Did she not? I don't think she did. But the thing is, is that, yeah, you, you, she, you began to have sort of a different exposure to a different, you know, sort of demographic because sure. of the types of games you were into. Right. And so I think, you know, now that we're seeing streaming and all this other stuff be completely mainstream and accepted, that people are going to ask, what's your favorite game in the same way that people used to ask, totally. what's your favorite book and movie? Yeah. But, I, but I think that we She have, doesn't, but there is a Mia Kunis NPC in World of Warcraft. I believe that. Yeah. But uh, uh, Mila. You guys both said Mia. Mila Kunis. I think- I'm white, you know? I'm white. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the the point being that, you know, this is this is gone from something that was, you know, kind of a nerdy thing to admit to and talk about. But now people are becoming famous by virtue of the fact that they play video games. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Tifu, Ninja, uh, you know, Shroud, Dr. these guys, disrespect. exactly. Some of these guys are household names, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you're talking about someone like Ninja, um, you know, to the point where this is not just like, oh, hey, Skrillex mentioned in an interview that he's really into Final Fantasy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's no longer like, oh, hey, Xavier Woods is famous because he's a wrestler. Skrillex is famous because he's a music artist and they also have an interest in video games. That's also happening. But I think the way bigger deal here is the fact that people are being becoming household names and be finding a path to mainstream success and fame through video games like that is remarkable yeah it is and i and i think you know when you allude to stuff like that uh phase clan a really big sort of mm-hmm. huge huge uh, huge, name, huge now. name huge brand if you will esports brand i don't want to call them just a team at this point they're a brand mm-hmm. uh they had a meet and greet or an event out in new york during the uh Fortnite world cup uh, the other week, and I mean, they shut that whole block down. Like, yeah. No, 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 they, they shut fifteen blocks yeah, down. That, that event had to be shut down because of the sheer amount now, of people. I, I had read that they had up. only planned on a hundred people showing up. Come on, come on, buddy, come on. I mean, I, listen, I can. A hundred is a dumb number, first of all, when you're FaZe Clan. That was stupid, and I don't think that on, was On even their number. part, yeah. That was not a real number. I can understand if they said, we expected maybe a thousand, two thousand folks. Sure, yeah. Nah, bruh. It was more than that from what we saw. And that's the thing is that, when Nate, what you're talking about, people becoming famous specifically for playing and streaming video games this is the next step in the same way that everybody wanted to be pro athletes in the sort of 80s and 90s, sure. you know, TV stars. Then the 2000s came reality stars yeah. and, you know, and rappers, you know, the things that, you know, youngsters wanted to aspire to and wanted to be, at least when it came to pop culture. And now you're starting to see them do that as, you know, as streamers, gamers, man. Yeah. as gamers. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that that's a really interesting point. Uh, we got to take a real quick break, but coming up next, I'm gonna I want to hone in on this point a little bit more because uh, I think we had a really interesting conversation with a young man just this morning 
that might be able to shed a little bit more light on this. That's coming up next on the Checkpoint XP Podcast. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and gaming radio. CheckpointXP.com. Back here on the Checkpoint XP podcast. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Again, CheckpointXP.com. If you've never been there, we've got a full offering of uh, news articles. We try to keep that up to date as much as we can. But we've also got great opinion pieces by all of our hosts here on Checkpoint XP. So make sure that you go and check it out. CheckpointXP.com. Now, something that you had said just before the break that I thought was really, really interesting is that you know, kids nowadays are moving away from wanting to be television stars, uh, you know, radio, radio DJs, mm-hmm. um, you know, even stand up comedians. And, you know, now when you have this kind of new dichotomy where comedian, you know, comedians like Bo Burnham are using um, uh, what was that? Vine. Is Vine. That thank you. Yeah. yeah. Vine. Used Vine to, to become, you know, uh, more discovered. Um, you know, when you have. Of, uh, uh, you know, modern celebrities that are coming out of the YouTube and Twitch world. You know, this is this is a very different world than all of us grew up in. Um, you know, I was I was taking classes as young as 16 years old to study the art and craft of of radio and now all of that is changing where the interest is being driven by young people wanting to learn how to be on youtube and on twitch and i and i think that that is so fascinating because i'm not sure and and this is probably you know very much my my age talking here the answer is yes i'm not sure that if i would have been growing up in that same era if you know if i was growing up now if i also would have wanted to still be on youtube or be on twitch it just the it's a completely different world it is a different world but maybe it's the idea that it is so accessible to do both of those things that's the thing that i really don't see like i understand being successful at it is something to be admired and listen we're stabbing in the dark trying to figure Mm -hmm. that out what is the you know what's what's the right what's the formula yeah what's the formula to be successful on the platform you know, we're you, we're a player in this game but i just don't know that as a kid that that would have been the thing that really hooked me that i would have really wanted to do you you, you had mentioned the uh the young man that we had in into our studio earlier one of the questions that he asked i was afraid to answer truthfully you know uh, he had wanted to know where's a good college to go to for 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 gaming and like youtubing and stuff mm-hmm. like that and you know with his mom right there i don't want to be like you ain't got to go to college <laughs> It's true. It's true, I'm, but to a certain extent, and, and I think that's going to begin to change, though. And that goes to what, really what is. Nate is saying is that so many think about how many kids have gone to school for audio engineering because they had a bootleg copy of FL Studio at home and they were making beats for their buddies yeah. and doing all this stuff very ad hoc, very underground. And somebody came along and said, hey, bro, why don't you just go learn how to do this for real? Yeah. And get paid for it for real. Yeah. And go work in a real studio for real. Like, that's the type of stuff where we talk about the logical progression and how, you know, the sort of high school to college to mm-hmm. professional pipeline with esports. That's not just about 
playing the game and being in front of the camera. That's the wholeness of the esports industry. Sure. And I think, you know, as time moves along and as we talk more about this, is that you'll be be able to see programs and kids, you know, who pop up who say, yeah, I want to go to, you know, the University of Missouri and get a broadcast degree or Northwestern and get a broadcast degree, but I want to use my broadcast degree for streaming. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I think from a performance and, and hardware and knowledge standpoint, that kid may have a distinct advantage over a lot of other kids. Well, and and, and I think what you're going to start seeing is that, yes, you know, and I think that you're seeing a lot of that now. You're yeah. seeing a lot of people who went through college programs not designed for gaming that are taking the skills that they've learned and applying it to the world of either streaming or esports. You're seeing a lot of that. In fact, that's a lot of what's that's going on. all of it. Well, and that's, 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 that's what's exactly, happening now. That's what's, you're looking at that, that right now. That's exactly what is happening here. I went to school for seven years to learn how to be a radio DJ, to to build compelling conversations, to know what to say when it's time to open the microphone. Yeah. The, these are all learned skills and abilities but that not everyone those, has that not everyone has the ability to do. But even those don't guarantee you're successful in the space. You're right. But the thing is is I'm I'm learning uh, I'm taking what I applied through my college courses for broadcasting and applying them to a hundred percent different medium. I think the difference is going to come when those broadcasting classes start recognizing the validity of platforms like YouTube and like Twitch and then start teaching how to be successful on those platforms. Exactly. When do, you, you, do you understand the, the how much more effective someone can be if they're given the tools to sure. know what is successful? And and part of it part of the issue is is that we're all out here with machetes trying to figure out what the path is there is no clear path no one has written the book and now we're just waiting for someone to figure it out in a way that is replicatable and the thing is, is that there, even when we get to that point there will still be people of course that don't have to take that path that are still end up like ninja of, of course but that's i mean there that's will like always saying, be those yes, but there will I'm always aware. be that person just like there'll, there'll always be a lebron james or somebody who's a genetic freak who's able to go <laughs> come straight out of high school smash on everybody and be one of the best of all time and not have to go through any of the other processes not to say that LeBron James doesn't work hard. Right. What I'm saying is there's a ton of other people who have done it the way that was laid out before everyone else in order to make those results replicatable. And I think what Nate is talking about is having this infrastructure that allows kids to be able to pursue this as a legitimate career path because the more and has been given and and internally has been given the structure and validity to say, yes, this is something you can pursue. And and the thing is, is that for as much as we continue to consume this as a medium, the demand will never dwindle. So we will always need, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 year olds to aspire to do this so that, you know, when this show is a, a you know long gone just a distant memory just a distant memory that there's something else right behind it to take up that space. well and, and and of course the strength to going through that path as well is if you don't get to become the next engine if you you know if you're streaming up until you're 25 and nothing is actually happening now what skills do you have 
at least in this case, you do have other industries. You have that other you marketable skills. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, let me ask you a question because you know, in in the sports world, you know, we have this idea of like a once in a generation talent, right? You had um, Jordan, you know, Kobe, J- J- Jordan, Doctor J. You know, yeah. I, there's a long lineage of this in basketball that all kind of led to the 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 lineage, the legacy that LeBron James is holding the, right the now. Li- the right? line from Jordan to like Zion Williams, exactly, very direct. Thank, yes, yes, exactly. And you have that in a very direct way in sports. And my question to you is, you know, we're seeing a very high watermark that's being uh, met by streamers like Ninja and uh, Shroud and things like that. Do you think that the same kind of thinking applies to the streaming world that there, you know, and and this is also in the broadcast world, Mm -hmm. right? Like uh, there is only one Howard Stern, right? Is there a once in a generation talent that exists for gaming and streaming and and does that same kind of dichotomy apply? I, I here? think so. I think really not necessarily in the direct line, but I think because the saturation of streaming and how much is consumed is going to be so widespread, especially in the next five years. Sure, that you're going to be able to see, if not worldwide, but you are going to be able to see based by region certain people who just emerge as amazing talents. I think Ninja is one of them. I think Shroud is one of them. And for as much as you can like or dislike them, I say Doctor Disrespect is one of them. I, no, I, I and, think I don't think we. Here's 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 my hypothesis. I don't think we've seen it yet. I don't think we've seen to the le- to the level of a Jordan or LeBron. I agree exactly. No. Like to the level of a Howard no. Stern for streaming for this platform no. for this world. No. There's a lot of people who are really trying, and I got to say, you know, We're names close. names are in that conversation. You know, you've got a doctor, you've got Doctor Disrespect, you've got, and I hate to say it, PewDiePie was a part of that conversation for yeah. a long time. Yeah. You've got Ninja, you've got Tifu, you've got Shroud. No, and and. Don't get me wrong. All of them are extremely talented. Mm-hmm. A lot of them bring a lot of, a lot to the table. Ninja is a very likable, personable person. I don't think we've seen How that Jordan or LeBron spot yet. How do you measure it? I don't know. Is it views? No, here I it is. Money? You, but, no, no, no. no, 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 no. It's, it it's, it's, one of the, it's one of those. I think it's one of those incalculable things that like you'll know it when you see but it. But here's what we have never seen. And I'm going to tell you what we have never seen. We have never seen somebody who is on the level of a shroud or a ninja then go over to the professional realm and dominate just as much i think that is where you would begin to see it you're, i think you're gonna somebody, need you're gonna need that but i think you're gonna need something else and the mainstream e- that is equally important is you're gonna need the jump the yes. other way yes into some kind of mainstream yeah product that well, you know like movies tv like something like that but, you know but, wins an Oscar. but will we hold on but will we in the next generation if streaming is as widespread as it is will that yes. will that have the same cachet as streaming what, i mean or at, will, will, will streaming have the same cachet as that will it matter will some will ninja going to be on whatever or the next ninja going on to be whoever is the next ellen will that matter as much yeah. when you could have whoever that ellen is on twitch there, there's there's two factors at play here there's there's one you've either got to get a talent that starts to also appeal to my parents and i'll tell you my parents are not watching twitch well your parents your, your parents on, will on. be you i'm not no, talking no, no, about I, I, no, yeah. no 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 i understand that that's the other factor that's 
at work here is that if everyone just ages out of of that of yeah. not having a con not having context for someone like that right but i still think that there is a wall between the way that people our age receive ninja and the way that young people embrace ninja right like i don't think that like if you asked who was who's your favorite streamer ninja's probably not going to be in that conversation no but he's not our favorite no right but what i'm saying is is that that breakout talent is going to overwhelmingly be at Mm -hmm. the top of the list whether you're asking someone who's 10 or whether you're asking someone who's 50 who's gonna and i think that's that's the difference yeah who's gonna be that's fair that's fair no one's gonna dispute that someone like jordan kobe or lebron Goes. Are the best of the best, right? Goes. Yes, no they, have, they have equal appeal. But there are people yeah. our age who will dispute dispute that Ninja's the best of the Correct. best. Correct. Well, that mean, is absolutely because yeah. I used to watch. You know what? Uh, I sure, can't. Ninja's real famous, but he's only eleventh on most subs on Twitch. So or, is it really or, the best? You know, like oh well, I used to see way more impressive stuff when I watched old school Counter Strike back in the day. You know, like there's a there's a bunch of that. But there's that, a lot that of that has it. to happen. That's a part of why Kobe and LeBron were able to become their own legends in the shadow of Jordan. That has to happen. No, 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 no. That's the only but way there's that a, there, this, this No, continues. I agree. I agree because that, that kind of thing has to happen in a shadow. There is no shadow yet. There's, got someone's got to create that shadow. Somebody's got to come in and make that high watermark. There have been a lot of really good high watermarks for streamers and for video games in 2019, I'll, I'll ask you but this. I don't think we've seen it I'll, yet. I'll ask you this. If Ninja would have qualified for the Fortnite World Cup going on to perform well and win both all three creative duos and the solos maybe for the Fortnite world but i'm saying like it's got to be something bigger, bigger than, than that. just Cause, cause Fortnite. even it, even it's, it's almost got to like, be bigger than streaming even a name like faker that's still just in league of legends yeah i get Culture. what you're saying it's i got, get what you guys go are saying beyond, it's got to like, be some We've said that though. We've said that before. Yeah. It's got to be who's going to be the who's first be person the to go from Overwatch to Fortnite to League of Legends to streaming, or, and then on to something more mainstream and dominate all of them. It's, it's got to be someone so big. It's going to be like it matter. It doesn't matter what scene you're in. You know and you recognize. No one's ever going to be it's, like. It's but, then be like the, but, but then at the end of the day, after they do all that, they go and they do a voice on Finding Nemo or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's got to have that kind of wide appeal. They're yeah. in Fast and Furious Twelve, going to the moon oh with Vin God. Diesel. <laughs> Shatters all records. Please yeah. no. Ninja plays the AI voice in their in their car that can fly into space. See, this, Ninja this plays is, Jarvis. But like this is this is the next step though. This is where that's how someone. Uh, you know your ninjas and Doctor Disrespects. That's how they hit that next echelon is by doing well stuff you, like movies. You know who you know who we saw this through a very similar sort of of pathway that we saw through this is somebody like The Rock, right? Yeah, yeah. somebody like The Rock is is very much so that pathway. Not necessarily in the video that game world, but somebody who correct, came yes. from a more obscure medium, made his wrestling, fame in wrestling, made his fame in wrestling transition to something more mainstream and is now damn near untouchable. The yes. Rock is damn near squeaky clean. And you this can put him in anything and it will sell. This is that's that's the kind of mainstream exposure acceptance that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we're not there. 
Not there. We're close. We're not. We're there getting yet. close, man. Like it. Every time one of these, you know, dudes rises up and has this big mm. come up, I'm like, is this going to happen is now? Is this the one? Is this the one? For you a know, minute. For a minute. I mean, honestly, for a minute, I thought Pudes was going to do it. We. And we, then for another minute, I thought Ninja was going to do we it. We once talked about when, when Ninja, you know, was having all these celebrities on yeah. the streams and whatnot. The idea of him transitioning into like a late night show. How cool would that be? Sort of. Role, yeah, such a right? missed opportunity. In it my really opinion. is because that's something that you could have obviously, obviously easily done on Twitch for your you audiences. It. Yeah, and then you could have also taken that and and probably you sold it to, to TV in some way. You leverage exactly. it. You yeah. sell it to TV. I, I mean, you know what that is? That's getting coffee in cars with comedians. That's exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. But for gamers, yes. And then you transition that into making it mainstream. And 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 let honest question: Who's saying no? Who's saying no to appearing on that show? Not a no person. one. Not a person. No one. No one's saying no. No. So I, I, yeah, I think we may be on the cusp. It could be it's close. close. It's getting close. It's getting real, real, very close. close. I'll say this: I believe in the lifetime of this show, the very near lifetime of this show. Oh, it'll happen. Gaming be, and esports is growing exponentially. We will be reporting easily. on somebody making that jump from the streaming easily. world or from the esports world into the streaming world, and then on to something even larger. Totally. And they're going to succeed at all facets totally and and you know things have to happen in a microcosm before you know macro changes start to happen and you know i think things like ninja signing the exclusivity deal with mixer you know that's a that's a big big step in that direction that's a big step in that direction big deal i mean uh, there's there's a guy i follow on uh twitter his name is coke logic he has uh been you know like he does animations for Mm -hmm. opie and anthony and all kinds of other podcasts since then i'm a big fan of his work and he made a really really great point and that was uh ninja signing an exclusivity contract to mixer is essentially the same sort of shakeup that howard stern leaving for satellite radio had same thing it's essentially the same thing completely is legitimizing the platform it legitimize yes and and that's what mixer needed right like mixer holding like three to six percent of the the eyeballs out there needed a way to get more eyeballs and i'll tell you they're now the number one most downloaded app on the app store uh i i want to say that that's for android it may i'm i'm not sure if that's 100 for apple as well but i mean it's impressive the turnaround that this brand coup. has had it is a total total quick coup. Uh, quick update on ninja over at mixer he is now over four hundred thousand followers so he he might fuck around hit a million for the end of the weekend yeah, i wouldn't doubt it i mean Easily. he's he's being say, he's being put on some of the biggest stages I mean, he's almost say, up to two million total views and if you not concurrent say, viewers i know not total concurrent viewers. but if you could say to any streaming platform in the world Sign this person to an exclusivity deal. I guarantee you a million people in a weekend. Who says no? I mean, clearly, I think that Microsoft made a very good investment here. Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to leave the discussion right there. We want to thank you for joining us and make sure that you connect with us on social media. Let us know what you think of this. Uh, Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. 
CheckpointXP.com is where you can find out more info about the show, interviews from past episodes, and a whole lot more. Again, that's over at CheckpointXP.com. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple Podcast feed and giving us a rating and review. We'll read it right here on the show, we promise. Checkpoint XP is a production of Beasley Esports XP. Our theme is provided by the band Weird at Last. For the Checkpoint XP crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and even though he's not here, Joe Sloan, my name's a bender. Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint XP podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointXP.com. Yeah.